Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out, so let's get started. It's time to discuss one of the greatest plagues to the automotive industry, buy here, pay here lots. I'll just go ahead and say this once because it's probably the only time it's worth saying in this episode. If you've found a trustworthy buy here, pay here lot, then great. They are not who I'm talking about today, and it's sad how incredibly rare they are. If you've ever searched for a used car or gone to a few used car lots while checking out cars, you probably came across a few examples with the big buy here, pay here signs displayed outside. This episode will cover many important reasons why you should not buy from them. But if all you listen to is this intro, just know that there's at least a whole podcast worth of reasons why you do not want to work with them. And since there is a lot to cover with everything from criminally high interest rates to GPS trackers to the sale of cars that aren't even safe to drive, let's get started. To get my license to be able to buy and sell cars in North Carolina, One of the steps I had to do was to complete a class teaching me about the ins and outs of the automotive industry, and how things work with DMV, paperwork, and so on. It was actually really insightful, covering a lot of things that I wasn't incredibly familiar with, um, getting into depth about things like what the paperwork is that we would need to do, why we would use it, the process that you have to take for some of those things talked about risks and some of the other factors that I did need to know about. But when we got to the portion about buy here, pay here lots, I was ready to tune out since it wasn't something that I would ever consider doing. But I didn't get to do that, and I'm glad I listened carefully, because more questions were asked by the other participants during this portion than probably all of the other topics combined. And why? Well, because buy here, pay here lots can make people a lot of money. And plenty of people have that as their only goal for opening a business. There are tons of laws and rules that have to be followed if you're a dealer due to all the ways that people get taken advantage of. And the questions that were being asked were pretty thinly veiled attempts to understand just how far these types of lots can go to be able to stay in business, but definitely pushing what was acceptable. Let's start by talking about the interest rates they charge, because that was one of the most shocking and just disgusting things that I learned about. In North Carolina, you're allowed to charge up to 29% interest. 29%. If you don't know how ridiculously high that is, make your way over to a car payment calculator 
and plug in 29% rates to see what that's going to do to your monthly payments. Some states may allow for less gouging than that, but a lot of others don't even have caps on how that can be charged, including just the neighboring state below North Carolina, South Carolina. I was told that they don't really have a cap on the way that they can charge interest rates, and I wanted to find a little extra proof of that information. So when researching for this episode, I came across this quote from a legal justice center's website, scjustice.org. I think it probably says about all you need to understand about the business practices of buy here, pay here lots, although there's still a lot more to discuss. Their quote goes, The loan is written with an interest rate for a short time period. For example, the loan will show a 25% interest rate for one month, but this rate over a year is actually 300%. Auto title lenders will usually write a loan for 30 days or less. At the end of the month, the lender will accept the interest payment and allow the debt to be rolled over for another month. On a $600 loan, the interest would be approximately $150. This means you owe $750. If you only pay $150 for the month, you will owe $750 for the next month. So think about that for a minute. What you're hearing is a system designed to make it so that the buyer can never pay the loan off. They're talking about $600 dollar loan amounts, and we know that in plenty of cases, car loans are going to be significantly more than that. If you're only paying the interest payment each month because that's how the loan has been structured to work against you, you will never gain the long-term benefit of a typical car loan, which is actual ownership of that vehicle. And one more incredibly frustrating component to factor into this is that these lots often advertise cars based on their required down payment. They don't sell you the car you want, just the one that they will finance to you based on the down payment that you can pay right now and your monthly or often weekly payments that you're gonna be making them based on what you show them on your pay stub. Having to stay on top of making weekly payments to a buy here, pay here lot is difficult, even if you're able to afford it. And sometimes it's especially difficult because the cars that they sell you aren't even in good shape, meaning that you're probably going to find yourself dealing with repairs just to keep the car in use so that you can get to your job and continue to bring home paychecks to to be able to go across town and pay their bill every week. It's a system designed to work against you which is why I feel the practice is absolutely criminal, and I wish it could be put to an end. People at Buy Here, Pay Here Lots like to describe what they're doing as a way to help someone with bad credit, because they don't care what your credit history is. They just want to help you get a car. But there are so many holes in that attempt to defend what they're doing. They determine your payment and terms based on the amount of money you bring home every week, ignoring factors that are important to consider when budgeting. They sell you a bad car with payment terms that make it nearly impossible for you to ever come out ahead. And even if you happen to be staying on top of payments, it won't help your credit ranking because they're operating 
completely privately, siloed off and outside of the standard credit system. And most of them don't report the good results that are happening to help you out in the future. There are so many other shady tactics that we need to cover. So let's get into that in the next segment. With the finance terms being so incredibly challenging for the car buyer, there's another major factor that comes into play and creates additional concerns for you to be aware of. Repossessions. The terms of a buy here, pay here car loan are designed so that one of two things happens. Either you somehow stay on top of your payments, continuing to essentially just pay interest on the car forever, bringing in tons of money and recurring income for that buy here, pay here lot, or you miss enough payments that they repossess your car. And that's exactly the outcome that they expect when they sell you the car in the first place. They know that the odds are they'll be repossessing the car from you at some point in time, whether it's in the next few months or years. When that happens, you lose your car. You still owe them for back payments, which will be reported to a credit bureau, which will further damage your credit and leave collectors tracking you down. And they get their car back to turn around and sell to the next unlucky and unassuming person. And since they expect you to eventually get behind on payments and they're gonna get that car back, which they can then turn around and sell to someone else, they get to continue that recurring theme of selling someone else on a system that they probably are not gonna be able to stay on top of, bringing in tons of money, bringing in money at the time of the sale, and so on and so on. It continues again and again, and it does so honestly until that car is so incredibly rough and inoperable that they cannot sell it to anyone. And in addition to those issues that come up when a car gets repossessed, during the time that you own it, you're also driving around in a vehicle that has a GPS tracker and possibly an ignition lockout device that has been installed on the car. At your expense, of course. Those things give the staff of that buy here, pay here lot the ability to track where the car is at any time and to make it undrivable in the event that you miss some payments. This is, of course, described as something that they have to do in the situation where they may have to repossess the car. But let's consider what else can and does happen with these types of items on a car. What kind of person do you think chooses to own or work for a lot that treats people the way that I'm describing right now? Probably not someone you're going to trust a whole lot, right? Well, those same people now have the ability to track your whereabouts. And just as you could probably imagine, if someone has that kind of access, there have been way too many cases where the tracking has been done for a lot more than an attempt to potentially repossess the car. We're talking significant criminal acts, way beyond the scope of just financial issues like what we're pretty much discussing today. Okay, this episode is rough just to even talk about, but I want to cover one more factor before we wrap this up. 
As I'm sure will be no surprise to you at this point, there are even more ways that buy here, pay here lots are being shady. And the last one we cover, though it's certainly not the last point that could be made, is the condition of the cars they sell. I mentioned this earlier, cars offered for sale by a dealer have to pass safety and emissions tests before they can legally be sold to a customer. It's a great rule, but it gets bent or just flat out broken too frequently. I can't tell you how many times I've seen 30-day tags on cars that I am certain would not pass a safety test. I've seen broken burnout and missing lights from cars, bald tires, suspension issues, smoke pouring from the exhaust, cracked windshields, and just too many other examples of items that would fail any standard safety or emissions tests. Yet they have this 30-day tag on the back of them, and that can only be provided by an authorized dealer, which can only mean one thing. The dealer knowingly sold a car to someone that does not pass that test, meaning that not only have they lied about its safety to the state, but they've done so to the customer that they are now bringing money in from and putting out in a car to drive around in. As I said before, these cars continue to come back into these dealerships over and over again as they get repossessed. So each time somebody new takes ownership and that dealership does next to nothing, if anything at all, to get the car safe to drive, they just continue to go down a path of worse and worse maintenance and they end up in a situation where those cars are just barely able to stay on the road whatsoever. So if you're someone buying a car from a buy here, pay here lot and it happens to be their third or fourth time around, there's a really good chance that car has never been maintained well and is basically just a ticking time bomb in terms of its reliability and its ability to even do the things that you needed it to do in the first place when you purchased it. It's terrible to take advantage of people, and the way buy here, pay here lots put people's finances at risk is a major problem. But when they choose to do these other things with tracking people or even just continually selling cars in a state of complete disrepair, when they're not even safe to drive, in my opinion, is criminal. Thankfully, the DMV has officers out there attempting to police these issues, but many of these shops continue to exist, or one closes and another one goes in in its place. So until there are strict enough laws to prevent these places from being able to operate, the examples I've made in this podcast will continue to take place over and over again. That was a tough episode to talk about. I often wonder how anyone can take advantage of others, just like I've discussed today, and why anyone would want to spend their one limited life on this earth doing such things. But the reality is, it's happening every day. And as hard as it is to hear this information, you should know that this is going on so that you are more aware as a consumer and so that you might advise others to stay away from places like this. I really hope that I hear from you with stories of buy here, pay here lots that don't operate this way, or 
ones that are designed to actually try to help people out because their model certainly could allow for such things. But as I said at the beginning, I know that those types of places are rare, and so that is definitely going to be the exception. Maybe raising the awareness of this kind of issue, these types of places, with even as little as what my podcast can accomplish will be enough to help a few people from getting sucked into these predatory scams in the future. So please share this podcast with others who you think could benefit from the information I've provided today and in past episodes about everything from budgeting and financing to driving safety tips. If you have questions or would like to speak with me to find out how I can help you plan for your next purchase, please reach out. You can learn more about the services I provide at thepropercar.com or on social media at the underscore proper underscore car. DM me there or email me at podcast at thepropercar.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy the drive.